bottom line up front and working backwards, we're going to go over the major highlights from the last five episodes of 15 Minute CMO. I'm your host, Steve Lachance. Let's get into it. Hey there, Steve here. And before we get too far into it, let's throw some numbers out there before we just jump straight into narrative. Now, I conduct wholly unprofessional surveys on LinkedIn throughout the month. Let's take a look at what we've learned so far since the beginning of 2023. First question I asked was a pretty simple one. Are you getting enough sleep? Uh, 40% of people said yes, 60% said no. And what's interesting about this is that the CDC, the Center for Disease Control in the U.S., says those numbers should actually be flipped around. Not the case. People seem stressed. Worldwide, the yes-no split is pretty much 50-50. It's within the margin of error. So uh, you know, ask another fun, lighthearted question. Do you plan on going out for New Year's Eve at the beginning of the year, starting it off? And only 6% said yes, 94% said they were staying in, and I imagine taking an opportunity to catch up on sleep. Keeping with the theme of restoration, relaxation, and productivity, I took a look at the calendar and realized from January to Memorial Day, which is the end of May uh, for all of us, there's really not a big stretch of holidays. And so I asked, do you tend to take a vacation between now and then? 81% of respondents said that yes they absolutely intend to step away from work for an extended period of time i celebrate that because may 31st is basically halfway through the year then the last question has got to have a marketing one in there was which call to action is prioritized on your company's website the options were contact us a demo or free trial slash freemium contact us got 52% of the responses. Demo, 13%, and 35%, little over a third of websites are prioritizing free trial or freemium. Interestingly enough, that is the start of a self-service funnel, or in the B2B space, we've been calling it at least since 2016, product-led growth. So speaking of product-led growth, let's start with the episodes. Tyler Shields joined me, and he highlights uh, from his wealth of experience as a marketing leader, that starting a PLG motion is in fact no small feat. Getting it wrong can be rather detrimental to not only your brand, uh, but to your organization's growth uh, trajectory in general. There's a lot of things you need to look out for. And at a bare minimum, the components that your product has to have to start a PLG motion with any chance of success is a frictionless onboarding, and a time-to-value metric of essentially zero. Now, among a plethora of other things you should check out in Tyler Shields' episodes, you're also going to need a lot of potential users who happen to also be empowered to pay a small entry price. Now, he's right on all of those accounts, and that is why, even as an active product-led growth advocate, I agree that PLG might not be the next best fit for your organization. And Tyler certainly knows when it comes to uh, PLG implementation as it relates to cybersecurity. Now, again, I happen to love PLG and think that the, you know 55 plus of all software as a service companies are probably onto something. So feel free to check out the, uh, the clapback article I wrote in Tyler's substack called The Cyber Why. There is a link to that in the description below. 
Now, uh, actually, speaking of cybersecurity, Ashley Lee, who's a cybersec marketer, joined me, and her episode was really cluing us all in on the anxieties that every marketer has to deal with when making career choices. So those things actually extend beyond cybersecurity, just general career uh, concerns. And are you making the right decisions? How to make those right decisions? Now, Ashley highlights the value of mentors in her life of self-reflection. And she actually brings up a really great point in her episode around where to source your mentors. I think one of the hardest things about finding a mentor is just identifying an individual, approaching that individual, whatever it might be. She lays out a case for the fact that not all mentors are sitting across from you at a lunch table or even work in your company. Some of them actually live in the things that we read. Go check that out. So I straight up just asked her what I should do with my life. That's a question I think we all ask ourselves pretty regularly or the the dreaded interview question, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, she literally laughed because um, and then told me I'm basically just not, I don't need to, I need to worry less, uh, or not to worry so much. And that we would all benefit from shifting our focus away from the question, what should I do with my life? And rather ask ourselves, what should we do next? There's a certain number of career pivots we can all expect. She talks about that number and how to handle them in her episode. And then Mudit. So Mudit Singh uh, is a what's called a developer marketer, and it's basically marketing towards uh, a cohort of developers, folks that I would also uh, label skeptical pragmatists. Uh, now, he did it successfully. He works for Lambda Test, and he built that user base from zero to one million users in five years. There's a, a whole litany of how-tos, takeaways, and what to avoid in his episode. Now, I call them skeptical pragmatists. Mudit says they're actually just allergic to ads and that old hat marketing tricks don't work. I agree with him there. So, uh, you know, I, I can't really do his method and his approach justice in a recap, but uh, you can go listen to his episode now. Go check that one out. The last two episodes that I'm going to mention here, kind of group, grouped together, are Snake Does and Andes. Now, uh, these two episodes happen to be the most listened to so far of the catalog, so it's probably worth checking out what you're missing because other folks are listening to it and putting their ideas to work. Uh, worst case scenario, you listen to it, you don't like it, and you move on. So with Andy, yeah, we're talking about the different pressures that marketers face, uh, the general concerns of uh, getting new marketing teams up and moving. And, you know, I asked some pretty uh, difficult questions that he handled with grace as it relates to basically this tension that exists between boards, marketing, and senior company leadership, and us practitioners who have to go implement uh, the direction that we get from our leadership. And a lot of that comes down to pressure. And Andy lays out the source of where many of these pressures that marketing leaders are facing and how we as practitioners can work with them to alleviate these pressures, deliver on expectations that boards, shareholders, and even you know everyone else in the company has for us. He also makes uh, a notable and, in my humble opinion, very quotable case for the expectations that marketing should be setting. So not just how to manage the ones that are coming with you, but how you should be getting in front of that and helping set expectations with not only your leadership, but of course, 
how you can, uh, if you find yourself in the role, um, push back on your board or push back on whoever you're reporting to with integrity to make sure that you know, when somebody shows up with a demand for quick wins, you can respond within the context of your market, your product, your time in market, what can be expected, and uh, where you should probably better invest so that you can deliver on the goals of the different terms, whether those are immediate, short, medium, or long-term. Uh, Snegda's episode was pretty cool because she lays out a lot of how you could do that, right? Because she talks around sort of how do you get the most out of your work, the most out of your content, the most out of your uh, thought processes, the most out of your mentality. And, you know, she answers a question around what should I go create right now that can be repurposed to target the right people in the right medium with the right message at the right stage of our funnel. Now, again, neither of those episodes are getting their full justice by uh, this quick recap here. So I encourage you to actually go listen to each of those if you haven't heard it now. Every episode in 15-minute uh, CMO, just like this one, maxes out at about 15 minutes. Uh, this one's going to end well before that, so you can have five minutes back on your life. I would just say that with five in the can and the length of you know 15 minutes apiece, don't be afraid to just go binge the whole catalog this weekend. I'm Steve Chance. This is 15 Minute CMO. See you.